Welcome to the Real Presence, Real Future podcast, a podcast dedicated to increasing the presence of Christ throughout the Diocese of Columbus through the values of boldness, collaboration, joy, humility, and active listening. I'm Father Mike Harchie, and today my uh, guest with me is Dan Salucci. Dan's the CEO of Catholic Leadership Institute and the project lead for our involvement with uh, CLI and the Real Presence, Real Future initiative. So thanks again, Dan, for, for being with me today. Uh, thank you for having me, Father. Let's start off with our prayer for mission renewal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God, our Father, we entrust Real Presence, Real Future to your providence. Through your Holy Spirit, inspire us for mission and evangelization. Make us disciples after the heart of your Son. In times of uncertainty, grant firm resolve. When we're unsettled, provide peace. When we're timid, make us courageous. With our ears, may we hear your promptings. With our eyes, may we see your handiwork. With our mouths, may we share the gospel. And with our hands, may we serve you. Replace our hesitation with holy enthusiasm, so that in drawing strength from the Eucharist, every endeavor of ours may be for your glory. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, so Dan, thanks again, yeah, for for joining me. It's a, it's always a pleasure. Um, one thing that, that's been on my mind is is we administered that Disciple Maker Index Lent of 2021, and so people were were coming back from still from the shutdown. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, sure. you know, even yeah. in, in in the early stages of 2022 when we're recording this. Um, but people were still kind of coming back. We, we were asking the, the masculine Catholics to, to take this, this Disciple Maker Index, kind of see where they are in their relationship with the Lord. Um, and, and, and we've noticed now, so we've done an October count since then. The October count is, is way down from, from what it was even when we started doing it in like 1987, but, but certainly since like 08 and, and 2019. Um, so as, as parishes continue to, to look at these results, which are, are still timely and still you know, very important and will be for, for years, how do, parishes, how do parishes best utilize their Disciple Maker Index results and, and uh, especially facing like a, a significant drop in, in mass attendance? So something that we, we've seen, you know, 18 to, to 33% in some of these planning areas. Yeah, and unfortunately, Father, I mean, if, if it's any consolation, you know, it's not just the Diocese of Columbus. I mean, we're looking, kind of. we're tracking the data kind of nationally and, and um, you know, we're seeing a similar decline. And so between 2019 and 2021, it's averaging about 30% decline okay. in mass attendance. So uh, in the places in the diocese where that's not the case, it's a little less, you're, you're actually kind of ahead of the mm. national curve, unfortunately. Um, and so I think, but but I think to your point, um, you know, the Disciple Maker Index, it takes a snapshot of where we are at any point in time and where we were back in 2021 um, in, in Lent and where we will be still, unfortunately, in, in Lent of 2022, yeah, when, we're, yeah, when we're talking right, about this, right. it is a similar place. And so I think the, the data is still very relevant, and I think the most important thing is to look at uh, the population of people. We asked the the, the folks who I, uh, took the survey to kind of self-identify in one of four categories, and there's about 30% of the people who would say they kind of practice their faith but don't really know Jesus. Um, and and so that's uh, that, that 30% there, in my hypothesis mm -hmm. and kind of what I've looked, somewhat matches up with the 30% who... Uh, have stopped coming since 2019. Okay. okay. So if you have that that population, and everybody does, at least all the parishes that we're looking at do, you, you might want to drill down and the, the tools that we provide, and we can always help if anybody wants to reach out. We're happy to help out with that. Just to drill down and say, well, what's working for those people? Maybe what is reaching them in our parish, and maybe what's not reaching them? And that might be an opportunity for you all to 
to for a parish to kind of think about what are some little tweaks or, or outreach that we can do, different con- constituency groups or different things we can strengthen. A lot of what we've seen, the good news is in a lot of parishes that we've been working with, a little bit goes a long way. And so there are little things uh, that parishes can do to kind of keep a, a strong relationship and a presence in people's lives. For example, if you've baptized any um, you know uh, children of young families that have maybe come into the parish or whatever, you know, it might be coming up on a year that we've, uh, that you've had that baptism. Hmm. Send them a little card. Okay. We're still thinking of you. Okay. Right. You can get volunteers. So things as simple as that. Those are those suggestions. We've tracked qualitatively, we've tracked uh, parishes that seem to be kind of bucking all the trends, you know, the larger kind of negative trends that we've been talking about. Yeah. And, and we're kind of asking ourselves, well, why are these parishes growing? What are they doing? So we've actually gone and studied them, spent weekends with them. And, and it's really not the big things. Okay. It's really the small things. Okay. And so how are we answering the phone? Are we answering the phone? How you know, quickly are we responding to an email? How, how are we, you know, what's our tone in responding okay. to the email? Can I find mass times or confession times online? Can I find information about kind of safety protocols that's important to people on, on our website? Do we have a website? Are we using flock notes? Um, you know, a tool as simple as flock notes, you can really target different groups with that tool so that you can send a note to young families and kind of invite them to something. Um, and, and just really, just small gestures go a real long way to say, you're a part of our family. We, we miss you here. Uh, we're still here. Okay. Um, you can be here too. You know, it doesn't okay. have to be um, overt or, you know, obnoxious. It, it just has to kind of remind people that there's this family waiting for them. So these like little gentle things, I guess, instead of like Big, huge programs, big yeah, corrections, and I, I don't or know, something you like know, that. I, 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 my parish is in suburban Philadelphia, and and um, and our Christmas masses were quite light this this year. I don't know mm. what other people's were, um, but uh, but I've heard that it, it was kind yeah, of yeah for the same thing. A lot of the the first mass is the most crowded, and a really steep yeah, drop off. Yeah, and so after that. you know, and, and obviously that's that's sad and and kind of challenging. But but I think a lot of parishes, including mine, you know, we used to kind of do the book giveaway at Christmas time, like come, yeah, and, right, come to Christmas, right, like here's your right, book, and right. and and the reality is, as 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 well intentioned as that is, it's really kind of the small moments. Another good example that we've seen a parish do. Um, you know, somebody buries a loved one and they have a funeral mass. Like, generally speaking, people are feeling much more isolated, much more alone right now, and particularly if they've lost a loved one kind of in this, this pandemic. So so just have a um, – can a volunteers do it or a staff person do it? You know, maybe like a month or two months after the funeral, just place a phone call yeah, okay. to the family. How you doing? You know, we've been praying for you. Is there anything we can do for you? Just to kind of remind them um, that that someone's there that loves them, that's present in their life – and modeling that real presence of, of the yeah. Lord's presence in our life. Right? So good. So these, this, the, the DMI then is is showing us, like you said, a snapshot in time where where the parishes, where where the parishioners are, and then some of the the things to respond to that are are just these personal interactions, yeah. and 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 that kind of gets us to a lot of what the Holy Father is talking about these days. He, he wants us to be. The, he keeps saying over and over again, "I want, I want the church to be a listening church, you know, and I want it to be not just a, a program or a process, but like this new style to adopt." Well, and it's hard for people to get us to listen and then be and then and be attentive to people. So that's yeah, like this, and, and, you know, Father, I, I don't know that it's necessarily for. a new style. It's probably one that we should have adopted a, a long time ago. But I well, think and to his point, right? I guess yeah, you're right. Okay. For him to, to set people at ease, like this is what the church has been doing for for millennia. Yeah. But we've you know and and varying degrees have gotten away from it, I guess. Or and I know I know he's a Brooklyn guy now, so we don't speak of him, but you know, Bishop <laughs> Brennan in, in his 
in, in, on his heart when he, when he kind of came up with real presence, real future, I think he was really talking about that, what the Holy Father is talking about around journeying together, that, mm. that he wants, the, he, he wants uh, we want the Church of Columbus to be journeying with people in an authentic yeah. way. And yeah. so we want to be really present in each other's lives yeah. and, and have the Lord be really present in our lives. And so that comes with listening. I mean, we've had, you know, the DMI is a form of listening, these the fall feedback sessions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to listen. Sometimes it hurts to listen. Sometimes it's difficult to hear the pain yeah. that the church has caused or others have caused in people's lives. Um, but we have to hear it and we have to sit with it. We have to pray about it. And then we have to ask the Holy Spirit, where are we being called and what are we being called to do with it? And so I, I think I, I love... Uh, real presence, real future, because I think it really does marry to the church journeying together authentically. Uh, and that's what I think we've always yeah. been called for. We're certainly kind of dedicating ourselves to that here in the Diocese of Columbus. Yeah. Uh, but the Holy Father, I think, is reinforcing that in the Synod. Right, exactly. And, and it kind of confirms for, for us, too, is the, the the way we've been trying to do real presence, real future, and not just saying, this is what we're going to do as a diocese, but say, like, uh, if, if, if we're going to do this, then we really want to lay some things out at different times and get people's kind of responses to that. And that and that's and messy. It's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's very that, messy you know, and, and emotional, talked, yeah. And, and the Holy Father's talked about this too. It's not, there's not kind of a straight path. There's not a, yeah. an easy answer. If you're really going to be present in, in someone's life, if you're going to mm. be present in the life of a community, if you're going to try to move forward um, in, a, in, a, in a different path perhaps or in a renewed way, that's hard. And so yeah. and we have to kind of call ourselves to be patient, um, to be open, um, you know, to have uh, hope and faith in the Lord, but but to put ourselves out there. And I- yeah, and and so it really kind of confirms for me that that what we've been doing is you know synodal, collaborative Absolutely. listening. And um, and what I've been hearing from some other dioceses as I'm as I'm we're scheduling these synod sessions for the diocese to kind of participate a little more explicitly, but. We still want to kind of leverage what we've already gained from our parish listening sessions, and uh, and and just from what I've heard in different USCCB meetings with with dioceses around the country, that some dioceses are doing that. Like if they had a, a synod. Even in 2017, when diocese yes. is, they're going to try to utilize some of that information. Absolutely. It's still relevant. Another diocese was going to use the the disciple maker index. Yeah, and we, we actually, so we can use a lot of this information we've gotten already, and 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 still address some of the synod questions more explicitly. But but that's kind of our at least my plan for our diocesan participation. Yeah. Does that resonate with with uh, what absolutely, you're absolutely? Yeah, we actually have uh, we'll have this year. So a year later from when the diocese of Columbus did it, we'll have a thousand parishes. In, in probably 10 dioceses doing the Disciple Maker Index, okay. mostly to align uh, with with the Synod. Okay. So Good yeah, to know. Columbus, right. again, is ahead of the curve here. Good. But I think, but I think yeah, that's a part of it, right? Because uh, on on the DMI, we ask, like, where are you on your journey? Mm-hmm. Literally, that's kind of one of the questions. So um, so we're grateful to be helping to try to promote what, what the Holy Father's asking. But I think even the hard conversations about collaboration and you know, partnering parishes and different things, those are also synodal conversations about how do we journey together? How's this going to look in the future? The Holy Spirit is going to speak through us. Again, it's not always going to be easy to hear or easy to say, but we have to kind of immerse ourselves in it if we're going to be true to it. Right. And those types of conversations lead us to to answers that that are different, the things that we hadn't thought of in in a way to kind of approach ministry and approach parish life. So, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Dan, for joining me again. I appreciate all the work you're doing with us, uh, all the help and support you're you're giving us, and and uh, in real presence, real future, and uh, and some advice to me in the synod too. So, well, so no, you're thanks. doing you, you all thanks. are doing a great job, thanks. and it's it's our honor to be able to support you and in the, in the diocese uh, in this important time.
Thanks for joining me in the Real Presence, Real Future podcast. You can view today's episode on the Diocese of Columbus YouTube feed, listen to the podcast at stgabrielradio.com or the St. Gabriel Radio app and anywhere where podcasts are offered. Until next time.